M A I N M U N U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for July 6, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner, here on Main Menu, and we are very glad to have you with us today. The excitement is beginning to build in Louisville as people begin to arrive at Galt House for the 2012 convention. And if one of those is you, we hope you have an enjoyable week if you're on your way there. We also hope that you have an enjoyable and exciting and profitable week. We have a very busy show today, and we're going to get right on into that right now. Chase Crispin, our executive producer, comes along first with his tech update, and he has a fairly short but interesting tech update. And then David Tanner, myself, comes along. I will be interviewing Dan Weirich from GW Micro about their support for a math system, which now lets high school and junior high students and college students in giving and being involved with scientific experiments and then we hear again from chase crispin our executive producer and a review of the just released apple podcast app from the apple store and then finally chase comes back and reviews with us a brand new release iOS calendar that will let you see everything that's going on in the convention this week right on your phone or you can bring it into Microsoft Outlook on your computer. And that's what's going this week on Main Menu. You have a great week, have a great convention, and we'll see you back here on July 20. Welcome to Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of July 2nd, 2012. Zerotech has made an interesting announcement this week. They are continually making available more affordable packages of assistive technology. A couple years ago, their new thing was their Build-A-Bundle service, where you could get several services together. For a low price, they continued that service, but they also announced a new way to get their three most popular products for one low price. For $21.95 per month, or $240 per year, you will get access to the System Access Screen Reader, the System Access Mobile Network, and the DocuScan Plus cloud-based OCR solution. This will include all future updates to all three of those services. It's very easy to get started with putting your screen reader, your mobile network, and your OCR together. And to do that, you need to go to samobile.net and log in, click on my account, and then go buy the new bundle if this is something you're interested in. Or if you don't have a system access mobile network account, go to samobile.net to create an account and to get a free trial. Apple has released an app for the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad that allows you to automatically subscribe to and download podcasts using this app. Using this app, you won't have to go into the iTunes store to get your podcasts anymore. This app is free, and it's in version 1.0. Go to the App Store on your iOS device and search for podcasts, or visit itunes.apple.com to get the app today. 
If you have been looking at purchasing a Victor Reader Stream, now might be the time to do that. For $258, get access to the Victor Reader Stream and the $49 Soft Pack, and the Soft Pack gives you additional functionality for playing and recording in additional file types. This is actually a $408 value that you can get now for $258 until August 31st. So if you would like to purchase a Victor Reader Stream with Softpack for $258, you might want to do that now by visiting humanware.com. With the conclusion of those three assistive and mainstream technology news items for this week, that concludes the tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of July 2nd, 2012. For those of you at the conventions this week, I hope you're having a great time and learning a lot and seeing some cool new products. And for all of you in the U.S., we hope you had a great 4th of July. Thank you for listening to this week's Tech Update. If you have suggestions for next week's Tech Update, please email chase at acbradio.org. I'm pleased to have with me this afternoon Mr. Dan Wyrick, co-founder of GW Micro. Uh, Dan is with us today on Main Menu to introduce and talk about WindowEyes and their support for some scientific products and me- measuring devices and tell us a little bit about that and welcome Dan. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here today. What I'm going to do is uh, describe a little bit about the uh, some of the hardware, some of the software and how it all kind of came about and then I'm going to give a real brief, very simple demonstration. Uh, I'm not here to try to turn everyone into scientists but to let you know that it's possible and kind of give you an idea of the capabilities. And then after that, we have a a pre-recorded demonstration that uh, gives you even more in-depth information about the products. So first of all, yes, GW Micro uh, develops WindowEyes. WindowEyes is always in the midst of of, um, updating itself and adding new features. Some of you know about Windows 8 and what's coming and know that we've done that kind of demonstration. So we're always working on updates to WindowEyes. And I'll talk a little bit about that later. But earlier... Oh, almost a, a year ago, about nine months ago, I would say, uh, we started working with Kerry uh, Sapalo, and um, his company is Independent Science. And Kerry is a chemist; he's totally blind, and he's very interested in increasing the number of blind students in the areas of science and technology, engineering and math. Uh, he's he's kind of on a mission and kind of an evangelist for that and so he's looking for all kinds of ways to make this better to make it happen and um, what he did um, oh going back a couple years ago is he um, worked uh, with another screen reader and and found a way to make it accessible to uh, a Windows program and I'll talk about that in a few minutes and that was good, uh, but what's happened in, within the last, uh, since the beginning of this year, the end of last year, is that there's an, a handheld device that now can gather data and puts even more power in the hands of the blind students. Um, and in addition to that, Windowize now has an app 
that works uh, with that Windows program. And going forward, the the uh, uh, the commitment and the plan is Window Eyes. I mean, GW Micro and Independent Science uh, have uh, kind of partnered up to work together and make this accessible through Window Eyes in the future. So for future updates and future improvements. So that's that's kind of the the basic general information about what's involved. Let me get a little more specific about the hardware. So just kind of assume that you're in a science class. It could be chemistry, it could be physics, it could be an electronics class, uh, environmental sciences. Uh, there's actually a large number of possibilities. And I'm holding in my hand a product called the LabQuest. LabQuest is made by a company uh, called Vernier. It's an off-the-shelf, uh, common scientific uh, bit of equipment. Vernier makes a lot of different scientific products. But what's special is that uh, Independent Science worked with Vernier and there is a special version of the LabQuest that speaks. I'm going to press a couple buttons here. Notes page. Sensor page. Details box data collection. And it's going to start collecting temperature data. 23.0. And I just have a temperature probe plugged in, and that's it. And it's designed, it's set up at the moment to continuously take readings. 22.9. Now I've got a glass of iced tea sitting over by my left here. I'm going to insert the probe in there. 10.2. This is degree C. Yes, it is. Now, I'm going to start taking readings and keep the readings. So I'm going to press a button. Collection started. Collection is started. So this is typically, I'm in a class. I'm starting to collect my data. Now, this isn't much of an experiment, but I've just removed it from my iced tea, and I'm going to hold it in my hand, wrap my fingers around it. It's going up. 22.7. I don't remember the uh, centigrade equivalent to 98.6, but uh, <laughs> it should get more. Uh, you're not asking me. <laughs> we'll just let it go for a while. 27.3. It's definitely going up. 27.7. Right. 29.4. 30.4. And it'll keep going up, but for now I'm going to stop it. One of the experiments that uh, students might do in a, in a class, especially if this were, let's say, um, oh, maybe this was a middle school or a beginning class, they might see who has the warmest hand. You know, you might have four students working as a team, and, and they do a simple experiment to just see, who, and, you know, who has the warmest hands. And, and the, the purpose of that is just to get them used to gathering data. But this could be a pH probe. I know one of our dealers uh, has a swimming pool, and he has this product, and he now he can check the pH of his swimming pool. This could be uh, something for measuring mass. Maybe you're weighing. Uh, you know, they don't use the term weight because of um, uh, very specific uh, difference between mass and weight. But nevertheless, you could be weighing some things. You could be measuring um, sodium or silica or any number of uh, chemical 
compositions, chemical elements. Uh, there's a lot of acceleration. Um, anyways, there's hundreds of probes, and I'm not here to turn you on to science teachers because I'm not a science teacher either. But the point is, I can take this device, and with hundreds of probes, I could be in a number of science classes, and I could do this work. So now I've got this data, and I'm just going to arrow around a bit. 7.1. So at 0.5 seconds, that temperature was 7.1 degrees C, and I'm just going to hit the one, down one arrow point, a bunch of two, times two point five, because seven, you point remember. Six point zero, six point went down a bit. And so now it's going up. 15.5, So 15.9 seconds. It was 13.4 degrees C, and so on. And so the, of course, the uh, what the student would be interested in is how quickly did it rise. Maybe they're doing an experiment. Uh, I've seen an experiment where you burn an M&M. And the interesting thing is that the sugar coating burns at one rate, and the milk chocolate on the inside burns at another. Oh, okay, sure. And even though that's, that appeals to kids, because everybody likes M&Ms, mm -hmm. but it also is, shows you that different things burn at different rates and different temperatures. And so uh, and that's a very scientific experiment that might be done uh, on a lot of different levels. So you can imagine the, the purpose of this would be uh, uh, there'd be a lot of reasons for, for taking a temperature reading. So the lab quest is something I'm holding in my hand. It's big as big as a PDA, a little bit bigger. So this is bigger than a smartphone, but a not, not a lot bigger than a smartphone. Mm -hmm. It's got several ports to plug in, various probes, like I mentioned, pH, uh, an accelerometer, many, many, many different kinds of probes. There's actually hundreds of probes. Um, it has USB ports, which we're going to talk about in a minute. I've got it plugged into an external speaker, that's what you're hearing, um, and power and so on. It's a battery-powered device. We just uh, did a, a, a quick experiment where we used the LabQuest and took some temperature readings, and you'll remember I uh, uh, made it colder and then warmer uh, through my iced tea in my hand and you heard all the the data being collected so I'm going to show you another example of how this can be used and now I've got the the LabQuest plugged into my PC and um, I'm running Logger Pro that's software from Vernier and WindowEyes and using of course a special WindowEyes app that makes it accessible and so I'm going to do a similar uh, quick experiment in the same way that I did before. I'm going to press the space bar. It's taking readings. I'm going to cool down the temperature with the um, iced tea. And in this case, in this particular case, the, I don't have it speaking the data like it did with the LabQuest. I'm going to make this a quick experiment. I'm warming it up with my hand. I'm going to demonstrate a different feature for you. Uh, rather than just reading all those numbers, and oh, this has been about uh, 30 seconds. I think that's long enough. I'll stop it now. And so we did a very similar experiment as we did before, just changing the temperature. But now what's very different is a unique feature on, in Logger Pro that gives you an audio trace of the graph. Uh, you're, if you can imagine, we're graphing the temperature with respect to time. And so... I left pull down. Space. System pull down. Uh, 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 New control plus N. 
Why? Settings. S dialog. Start audio trace graph. S. Start audio trace graph. In other words, this is an audio representation of this graph, and this is a graph of the temperature versus time. And so it started out at room temperature, then it got cold, which is going to be a lower sound, and then it went higher, which is uh, the, the higher temperature, so it's a higher sound. And here's the audio trace. And so it went down and back up again, and so that's a representation of the temperature. This is just one additional feature to show you of um, uh, how this can be used in a class. So again, this is uh, demonstrating the LabQuest, where we demonstrated Logger Pro with window eyes. Um, this is the purpose of this equipment is, of course, to make a, a science class accessible. Could be a chemistry class, could be a physics class. Any number of probes can be used. There are literally hundreds of probes. You could be measuring the weight of something or the mass of something. You could be measuring how quickly it's moving, how it's accelerating in, with respect to time. You could be measuring volts. Uh, the voltage across something or the current through something. There's, uh, again, hundreds of probes that could be used. Uh, we've demonstrated this in um, School for the Blind, in uh, universities. We're talking with public schools um, and people who are working in science who are college-bound and want to work in science. Um, we're very excited about the product, and so we'd like you, if you're very, if you're interested, by please call us. You can go to our website at www.gwmicro.com. You can call us at 260-489-3671. And, of course, after uh, I'm done speaking, you're going to hear a, a better demonstration that was done in advance uh, that, that goes into a little more detail. And uh, thank you again for... Um, for the interview, David. I'm uh, happy to be in May Menu, and, and uh, thanks again. Well, thank you for being on, and uh, for those who might be at the ACB convention, hopefully this is going to be aired right before the convention starts, so they would be welcome to stop by your booth and take a look and look at the scientific stuff and uh, all the other things that you have there to offer, such as window eyes and some CCTVs and lots of other things. Yep. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Here with a demonstration of the WindowWise Logger Pro app is Dr. Carrie Zapallo of Independent Science. Today I'm going to be demonstrating how the WindowWise Logger Pro app works for scientific data collection. So what we need to do first is launch the Logger Pro uh, application by finding it as an icon on your desktop. Desktop. Logger L, Lapkus L, Logger Pro 3.8.4.24.15. Enter on this option. Logger Pro 3.8.4.24.15. Custom Control. And as you can see, we now Custom have control. the Logger Pro screen uh, in Custom front of you. Control. And Windowize acknowledges this by speaking Custom Control. Now, what we can do with this is we have. The LabQuest device is connected to the computer through a standard Custom USB control. cable. And I've also got it running off of AC power as well, so we don't run out of battery power. And then I have here in my hand a standard stainless steel temperature probe. Now this probe uses what's called the BTA connector. And this connects into one of the four analog probe ports on the top of the device. Since the 
temperature probe is an analog probe. That's where we would in plug it into the LabQuest device. Now on your screen, you will see that LogaPro displays a sensor bar. And on there, it tells us what sensors are currently plugged into uh, the computer. And as I said, the computer was connected to the LabQuest device through standard connect USB connector cable. And we can plug up to six different probes into the LabQuest at any one time. Uh, we also have a balance plugged into the computer directly through its own USB connector cable uh, and we'll be doing some mass measurements as part of this demonstration. Now the keystroke to announce what sensors are plugged into your computer is the control shift held down at the same time followed by the letter S as in SAM. One sensor is connected. Mass 0.00G. So right now the mass is being displayed on the sensor bar. So to speak the mass measurement, you hit the control, shift, and the number one key. Mass 0.00G. So right now there's no mass being displayed on the mass device, on the balance. So I have here a standard cup, paper cup, and I'm going to place this on the balance. And if I hit control, shift, one, it will speak a mass measurement. Mass 5.05G. So the the cup weighs 5.05 grams. Now you want to tear the device since we're going to use the cup as as, as the collection uh, vesicle for our, in this case, sugar powders that we're going to be measuring. So if I hit the tear button, which is on the front left side of the balance as it faces you, the user. Okay. Now if I hit Control Shift One. Mass 0.00g. Zero grams. Now I have some splendid sugar packets here. I'm going to just go ahead and drop one into the cup. They're, they contain approximately one gram of material, but of course the paper wrapping is going to add more than one gram worth of material. Let's see what it's worth. Mass 1.19G. 1.19 grams. Now if I take this cup and take the sugar out, I'm going to remove the paper from the sugar and pour the sugar directly into the cup without spilling on the pan, because if it's spilled on the pan, it will still read the mass as, as a measured amount, but of course it won't be in your sample. So I've added the gram. This is supposed to be one gram of material. If I control shift one. Mass 0.98 G. 0.98 grams. So we're close, but 0 0.02 is, is fairly accurate for the balance. It's 0 0.01 gram accurate. Now, I'm going to take a second packet of Splendid and add one more gram of material to our lovely cup on the balance. And you add it like so. Got it all out of there. And then I hit Control Shift 1 again. Mass 1.98 G. 1.98 grams. Now, if you'd like to do a data collection, you use the space bar as a toggle keystroke. And when you hit spacebar, Logger Pro will play a tone, and Window Eyes will say collection in progress. Collection in progress. Now, as I'm adding, I'm going to take one more package of sugar and add it to our cup. But this time, I, I added the whole amount to our cup. Now, I'm going to Hit Control Shift One. Mass 2.96G. 2.96 grams. I'm going to hit Stop. Data collection. Complete. It's a collection complete. Now, 
for a blind or low vision student to access their inf this information, if you use the control tab keystroke or control shift tab, that allows you to go forward or backwards between the objects on the Logger Pro screen. So if I control tab. Table 25 rows, two columns, time SMAS G0. Okay, so that's the data table. We'll come back to that in a moment. Control tab again. Digital meter mass 2.96G. All right, that's the digital meter that shows the status of the of the probe reading now. Control tab again. Cartesian graph time S min 0 max 180 mass G min 0 max 200. So notice how it reads the XY Cartesian graph labels and says what probe that graph is uh, is oriented with. Control tab again. Table 25 rows 2 columns time S mass G0. Now we're on the data table. Now to navigate the data points in the data table, you simply use the up, down, left, right arrow keys on your keyboard. So if you hit the down arrow once. Row 1. Time S0. It says time S0. So it always starts you on the first column and the first row. If I arrow to the right. Row 1. Mass G1.98. Okay, there's the mass measurement of 1.98 grams. I've hit the right arrow again. Row 2. Time S1. It wraps around to the time column, row 2. Row 2. Mass G 1.98. Now, if I'm only interested in the mass measurement, I can simply hit the down arrow and watch how Logger Pro behaves. Row 3. Mass G 1.98. Row 4. Mass G 1.98. Okay, if I arrow down a bunch of times. Row, row 13. Mass G 3.08. Okay, at row the 13 second mass interval. Mass G 3.08. Mass is slightly over 3 grams. Row 12. Mass G 2.72. Row 13. Mass G 3.08. Row 14, mass G 4.50, row 15, mass G 2.98. So that variation has to do with the way I poured the material into the cup. I inadvertently pushed on the bounce, causing the slightly increased amount in your data selection there. Digital meter. Now, if you wish to access the key statistical analysis points of your graph, you hit the Alt key. File left, pull down. And if you use the right arrow key, edit e pull down. there's a standard file menu, edit menu. Experiment X pull down. Then we get to an experiment submenu. Data D pull down. And then a data menu. Analyzer pull down. And then where you want the statistics options are under the analyze menu. If you then use the down arrow. Replay a dialog. Replay latest Y control W. Examine E control E. Until you hear the option titled statistics. Interpolate R. Tangent T. Integral N. Peak integration. Statistics S. Okay, so when you get to statistics, you simply hit enter on that. Menu option. closed. Now Logger Pro displays the statistics box on your screen, which is another object. So to access that information, you have to control tab until you hear it say statistics. So control tab. Table 25 rows, two columns, table. time S mass G2. Digital meter mass 2.95G. Cartesian graph time S min 0 max 180 mass G min 0 max 200. Helper data statistics statistics for latest mass. Okay, now for a BLV student to access those key points on that box, you hit the left bracket key. Dialog statistics for latest mass statistics min 1.980 at 0 max 7.410 mean 2.876 median 2.960 STD. Dev 1.205 samples 25 red only edit box. Or if the user wants to take it at their own pace, they can simply hit the up or down arrow and, and read them at their leisure. Max 7.410 at 16.00. Min 1.980 at 0. Someone hit the down arrow. Max 7.410 at 16.00. Mean 2.876. 
which is the average. Median 2.960. There's the median. STD. Dev 1.205. Standard deviation. Samples 25. And 25 samples. Samples 25. And then to exit out of it, you hit the escape key. Logger Pro untitled. And we're back to Custom Logger Pro. Control. Now, an additional thing that we can do is we can plot the graph by hitting Control J. It'll fill that Cartesian graph. Okay in with data, fill in the line, and then if you hit the Alt down. key and arrow New down to open, the bottom open, save as control. of the file menu. Save as lab import export page printing print 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 date print graph preference settings accessibility Y pull down. There's an accessibility submenu and if you hit enter on this settings S dialog. There's a settings dialog box. Start audio trace graph S. There's an audio trace graph option, which I'll demonstrate momentarily. And then down below that, timer. There's a talking timer option. So if we open the talking timer. Menu closed. Hour zero comp minutes z one two of sixty. Two three of six one two of sixty. Second zero combo box one of sixty. Sound applause combo start button okay, space. So we're gonna start this pro custom control. Now while we're waiting for that to count down to its down. minute, New I'm going to go into the accessibility settings, dialog. Start and settings, I'm going to go into the dialog, dialog box <coughs> for the auto trace feature. Menu closed. Dialog accessibility settings, playback length 10, combo box 4 of 9. Okay, so you can control the playback length of your tone as little as 10 seconds to as much as a minute. 25 of 9. And we're going to do 20 second playback. I'm going to hit tab. Audio graph trace pop on graph grid lines checkbox checked. Okay, Logger Pro will play a pop every quarter time, uh, elapsed time for the listener to hear uh, a status of the playback progress. Audio graph trace latest mass checkbox <clears throat> checked. And then we're going to play back the mass measurements. Start playback button. All right, we're going to play this back now. You guys ready? Here we go. Space, space. Logger Pro untitled. the data. So that's how the audiograph feature works. For more information on Window Eyes or the Logger Pro app, please contact GW Micro by phone at 260-489-3671 or by email at sales at gwmicro.com. Hello everyone, this is Chase Crispin, and today I will be demoing the new Podcasts app for the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad made by Apple. The Podcasts app is a little different than getting your podcasts through Apple via the iTunes Store. As some of you might know, when you got your podcast through the iTunes Store, you had to go in and play each episode manually from the store unless you connected your iOS device and synced with your computer, in which case the latest episode would be downloaded. This podcast app allows you to subscribe to podcasts and then go in and listen to the latest issue whenever you want, and there is a very wide range of podcasts available from the podcast app. Now, this app is just a few days old. It's still in version 1.0 at the time I'm recording this, so things will change and it's an early version, but I'm pretty happy with the app so far, and it seems to be working very well. I have my iPhone 4S unlocked, 
and ready to go. And I'm going to just flick to the podcast app and open it and just show you how to use it instead of talking about it before we actually get into it. So let's go ahead and find podcasts. Podcasts. And there it is. So I'll double tap to open it. Podcasts. Podcasts. Catalog. Button. Now the first thing you find. Catalog. Button. Which is in the upper left-hand corner of the screen is a button that says catalog. And we're going to go into this in just a moment, but the catalog button allows you to find podcasts that you want to subscribe to within the app. So if you want to go find a new podcast, because by default there are no podcasts in your library of the podcast app, you'll want to push on this catalog button. Now I'm going to go ahead and flick right, but you could certainly explore the screen by moving your finger around. Podcasts. Heading. There's the podcast heading, which is normal in iOS. It just tells you where you're at. Edit. Button. If we had any podcasts in the library, this edit button would allow us to reorder where those showed up or to delete those podcasts. Search. Search field. That'll allow us to search podcasts. Grid view. Tab. One of two. Now here are two tabs. One, which is the first one that we just landed on, is grid view. And the second. Selected. List view. Tab. Two of two. Is list view. And that's what I have it on. By default, I think it's on grid view. This just changes the way the information is laid out on the screen. It doesn't really change the information that's there from, of course, a grid to a list. So whichever one you're more comfortable with, choose whichever one you want. They do work slightly different, but this will affect you, especially if you explore more by moving your finger around the screen instead of flicking. If I flick right, Unplayed episodes. this would allow us to, if we had podcasts in the library, this would allow us to see all episodes that we hadn't played. Selected. Podcasts. Tab. And now, One of two. at the bottom of the screen, we have this podcast tab, which is selected. And at the bottom right, top stations. Tab. we have top two. stations. Now, I'm not quite sure why this is labeled as stations, because it's actually podcasts. But if we tap on this, we can choose a category and see the most popular podcasts and episodes that people have downloaded within this app. So let's just look at what it calls top stations and see what's there. I'll double tap. Nothing is announced, but if I touch in the top left corner of the screen, catalog button. There's catalog, which is the same as it was before. Filter switch audio. Now this allows you to select what kind of podcast you're looking for, whether you're looking for audio podcasts or video podcasts. In my case, I just want to hear about podcasts which are audio. So this says filter switch audio, so that's only going to show me podcasts that are in audio. If we double tap on this, filter switch video. We hear filter switch video. Now it will only show podcasts with video. If we double tap again, filter switch audio. We're back to audio. So you can choose audio or video. If we flick right, station tuner, technology, tech news, adjustable. This is an adjustable slider where you can flick up and down to change it to select the category of podcast that you want to see. So we're on technology, tech news. So let's go ahead and go to a different category just so we can use this control. Technology. Software how-to. Technology. Podcasting. Technology. Gadgets. Technology. Gadgets. That sounds interesting, and I got to that by flicking down in this slider control. It's showing the most popular episodes, not the most popular shows in general. And if I flick right... Clambook. Microsoft on Android. HTC's brand image. Samsung's domination. And more. That is the most popular episode in this category, and if we flick right, we would continue to see different episodes of popular shows. It's not showing us the actual shows, but rather individual episodes because you just heard the title and description there. If we wanted to start playing this, we would simply double tap. Clambook, Microsoft and I'm running on 3G HTC's at the moment. Image, Samsung's domination, not Wi-Fi. 
So, it takes a second to load. From people you trust. But now we're listening to the Twit intro. This is Twit. Bandwidth for All About Android is provided by Cashfly. So this is the All About Android show from Now if we want to stop the show, let's do a two-finger double tap. And it stops, just like you would to stop playing music or any other audio from anywhere on an iOS device. So now if I flick right from the show and episode title, more info. we get button. to a more info button. If we double tap here, this will tell us more about the podcast and button. let us subscribe to this show, in this case, Twit's Android show, to see it in our podcast screen when we launch the app so that we could listen to the latest episode at any time. Episodes, heading, share, button, app slappy. Scott Johnson, Frogman Studios. Subscribe button. So it shows the publisher and all that too. The subscribe button, if we double tapped on that, we would simply add this to our main screen of the podcast app, and then we would always be able to get the latest episode and listen to it as soon as we entered the app. 123, Podcasts Does Podcasts, June 27, 2000, Download button. Now we could download the podcast. More info. Button 122 podcast. And these are the individual shows. Because we just heard 123, now we're hearing 122. We could download it. Or we can get more info about that episode, see show notes, and that type of thing. So this just goes on, so we're not going to explore the screen any further. But I want to go back to the top left corner of the screen and flick to this share button. If I double tap here, alert, email, button. We can share this podcast via email. Tweet button. Via Twitter. Message. Yeah, a text message or an iMessage. Cancel. Or we can just cancel, which is what I want to do. But if you want to share this podcast, if you're interested and you have a friend or someone who would also be interested in it, you can let them know via email, Twitter, or text message, as we just saw. So I double-tapped on cancel. Now, in this case, I didn't want to subscribe to this particular show. I just went into this screen just to show you how it worked from the most popular category. So let's... Done. Button. Push this done button at the top left corner of the screen. We're going to double tap it. That gets me out of the more info Episodes. screen that we were just Catalog. in. Button. Podcast. Now, tap. I just two. touched at the bottom of the screen. And you remember to get into this most popular category, we touched the top stations tab, which is the second tab in this list. To get back to the main screen of your podcast app and see the shows you've subscribed to, double tap on the podcast tab. Podcasts. Tap. And now we're back to the main screen of the app. So let's go ahead and go subscribe to a show now so that we can see how that works within the app. As you remember, the catalog button, which I said is where you find all the shows, not just the most popular, is in the top left corner of the screen. Edit. Catalog. Button. There's the catalog button. Let's double tap. Categories. Button. The first control we see, which is again in the upper left corner of the screen, is the categories control. And we are in the featured tab, which is similar to in the iTunes store. You see some featured songs and albums. In the app store, there's certain apps that you can find under featured. So let's flick right. Podcasts, heading, library, button, featured album, button. And now these are not labeled with voiceover, unfortunately, but these are the most popular podcasts that they are featuring today. And you also heard library, library, which would get us back to our home screen. So I want to search for a podcast in this case. So at the bottom of the screen, as usual, we have different what iOS calls tabs. Always on. Selected. Featured. There's Tab. featured. One of three. Top charts. There's Tab. top charts if we three. wanted to see what those were, and that works similar to how it would with top songs in the iTunes store. Search. Tab. Or three we have search, which is what I want to do. So if I double tap. Selected. And if we go to the upper left-hand corner. Four of five. 
Search. Heading. We have a search heading. Library button. Our library button. Search. Search field. You hear search, search field. This is where we will type in our search to find a podcast that we're looking for. So the first podcast I want to subscribe to is Twit This Week in Tech, which is a very popular mainstream technology news show. So if I double tap here, search field is editing. I can type y t t w i i t t. Now I've typed Twit into my search field. There is a search button in the lower right-hand corner, which we'll press in a second. But if we look above the keyboard, Twit Live Specials MP3. We're seeing Twit Live Specials MP3. So it's finding searches that are similar to what I've typed. And if you double tap on one of these, it'll put that in the search field and go ahead and search for those podcasts. But since I actually want to search for Twit and I've already typed that, let's press the search, search button in the lower right-hand corner search. of the keyboard. Tap. Three of three. Search. I'm touching Heading. up in the top of the screen again and Library. clicking right. Twit. Clear text. Podcasts. This Week in Tech. MP3 Edition. This Week in Tech, which is Twit. MP3 Edition is what I want. That's the audio edition. If we double tap. Episodes. Search. Back button. We're in the screen for Twit. There's the search back button if we wanted to return to our search results. Library. Button. This Week in Tech. MP3 Edition. Image. Twit. Heading level 2. This Week in Tech. MP3 Edition. Heading level 1. Category. List start. Tech News. So their category is Tech News. English. In English. Subscribe. 1,323 ratings. They've been rated. Four stars. One. Four stars. Table. Twit 360. Impregnation. There's their latest episode. So as we flick right, we see their ratings, some of their publisher info, and then we get to their individual shows, which you could double tap and play just like we did earlier. But I want to go back. 1,000. Subscribe. To this subscribe button, and I'm going to double tap this. Subscribe. Ep- catalog. Podcasts. Unplayed episodes. Unplayed episodes. One. And now we are back at the main screen of the podcasts app, but now we are seeing podcasts that I've subscribed to, which in this case is the Twit podcast. So catalog. we have our catalog button. button in the upper left. Podcasts. Now and this all looks button. the same. Notice there's a now playing button, though, because we were playing a show earlier. And I could still resume playing that show if I did a two-finger double tap. And Nerdtacular 2012 is right around the corner. That's that Android show we were listening to in the top stations category. So you're always going to be able to start playing that with a two-finger double tap from anywhere in your system, whether you're in this app, in your email, or whatever you're doing. So until you start playing something else like music or another podcast, this is always going to be what is available to you to play with a two-finger double tap with voiceover. So past now playing, we have our edit button, which would allow us to delete a podcast if we didn't want to have that, if we didn't want to listen to it anymore, which we will do. You can delete a podcast from your main screen. Search. Search field. Grid view. Tab. This is all the same. Unplayed episodes. One. Now you see where it said unplayed episodes. It now says one because we haven't listened to the latest twit. This week in tech. And now it's showing... This Week in Tech has 10 episodes that are going to be showing up, and that is showing up on this main screen because we subscribe to it. Selected. Podcast. Pass that. We're back tab. to our two tabs. So let's go back this week in t- unplayed ep- selected. to unplayed episodes. Unplayed episodes. Double tap here, and it's going to show episodes. us what we Podcast. haven't listened to. Unplayed episode. Now playing. Twit 360. Impregnation. Twit 360. Double tap on that. We can start to listen to it. Unplayed episodes. Take a second to load since I'm not on Wi-Fi at the moment. Hey, we got a great twit planned out for you. Two all in office here. Jeff Jarvis from Twig and David Prager. He's going to talk about what happened. And that was the beginning of twit number 360. So it's very easy, as you've seen, to subscribe to. And 
play a podcast. I want to go subscribe to one more podcast in the store just so that we can rearrange things and play with things a bit. Library. Back so I found the library back button in the upper left-hand corner because we yes. were in the unplayed episode screen, if you remember. So now let's go to the upper left-hand corner. I'm just going to tap up there where I know the... Podcasts. Back button. Now, we got out of the screen for the Twit episode, but we're still in the unplayed episode screen. So let's tap in the upper left-hand corner. Podcasts. Back button. That's the podcast back button. Podcasts. Now if we tap in the upper left-hand corner, there's our catalog button. Catalog. Button. I double-tap it. Top, top charts. Selected. Find search. search at the bottom right. Now if we go to the top left search. corner, which Heading. is where you've probably noticed I always start from. Library. Button. We have... Twit. Search field. Our search field, which always contains whatever you've searched for last, in this case, twit. So let's double tap on this so that we can search edit it. Is double tap on insertion it again. Point at start. Insertion so point that at my end. insertion point is at the end of the text. Delete. I just deleted the word twit. Now I'm going to type in... M-M-A-A-O-O. Delete. I-I-N-N. Search. M-M-S-W-E-E-B-N-N-U. You, I've typed in main menu. I'm going to double tap on Selected. search. Search. Main menu. ACB radio. Now, I just tapped above where the keyboard was towards the top of the screen after I hit the search button, just like we did before, and I happen to tap right on main menu, and then it says ACB radio, who is the publisher. And now that is a show I want to subscribe to, and I will double tap here. Search. And search. we're into all Library. the info here. In progress. And it's actually loading. Now it's loaded. We've search. heard the little search. jingle Back sound. Button. Library. Search. Library. Button. We have our library button. This ACB looks radio. just like it Heading did for the Twit page that we looked at when we subscribed to it. Main menu. Category. So I'm just Language. going to English. Subscribe. No ratings. Subscribe. Flick to subscribe, which I'm on now. Double tap. And main menu subscribe. has podcast. also been Unplayed added episodes. to our one. library. Now we are back in the main podcast screen. You hear unplayed episodes one. Now this said one before, but you remember we started to play Unplayed that episodes two. We played that Twitch show. So it's not unplayed anymore. And now it says there's two recent main menus which we haven't listened to. So let's double tap on unplayed episodes and see what's unplayed there. Unplayed. Now play. Download. Button. Unplayed. Now playing. Twit 360. Now July 1st. Unplayed but now playing. We've listened to the whole thing so it's still showing up here. So if we wanted to resume playing that we could double tap here. That is the same show we listened to just a minute ago. Download. More info. Button. Main menu 4. Friday, June 29th, Here's main menu for Friday, June 29th, which is the most recent main menu available in the store at this time. If I double tap... Unplayed episodes. Library. Back button. Now here is the main menu theme. That's very recognizable for those of you who are main menu listeners. And we are now listening to the show. So let's do a two-finger double tap to stop. And now... You have seen how we can subscribe to two shows and listen to them. You can do this with as many podcasts as you would like. Five of five bars. Now playing. Main menu four. Library. Back So button. I just tapped in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. Now we are back into the unplayed episode screen because you remember we did tap on main menu. Podcasts. And now back let's button. go back to podcast back button. Podcasts. We're now in our library or the home screen of the podcast unplayed app. Unplayed main menu. 100. This week in tech. 10. Selected. Podcasts. Tab. One of two. Unplayed episode. Selected. List view. Tab. So, now just to give you a perspective of how the grid view and list view work opposite, like I mentioned earlier, if we explore by touch Edit. instead Catalog. of flicking. Button. Search. Ser- Unplayed episodes. Two. Main menu. Main menu is right episodes. under that. This week in we tech. subscribed to that Ten last, episodes. so it's at the top. Then there's Twit. That's below that. 
So this is all in a list. I'm dragging my finger directly down the screen. Top and then stations. our tabs are Tab. at the bottom. Two of two. Unplayed episodes. Now if I go Selected. to the top grid view. and hit Tab. the grid view, Selected. it looks a little different. Catalog. Button. Edit. But main menu. ACP radio. Button. Now I move straight down from the top of the screen just like I did before, but you just heard main menu. So where is Twit? Main menu. This week in tech. It's Twit. to the right of main Button. menu. So when you put stuff in a grid, it puts it in such a way that instead of being oriented just up and down, which then means you'll have a little more space taken up, you have items to the left and right that you will have to move to. So it's more of a preference of how you want to navigate your screen. If you're flicking, it doesn't matter, but if you're one who moves your fingers around the screen, you will want to choose whichever option is the best for you. Selected. Toolbar grid on. Tab. One of two. Toolbar list off. Tab. Two of now, two. these controls are labeled a little different. I flicked to what was the tab that said grid view and list view. Now, it says grid on and list off. So list off. here's tab. list off two if of I two. double tab. Selected. Toolbar list on. Toolbar tab. list two on. Two. So that control isn't labeled, but it's the same thing as it was before. This week, main menu, If we want to delete or move shows, if you don't want to listen to Twit anymore, if you don't want to listen to main menu anymore, you can easily delete these. Unplayed episodes. Two. Selected. By Toolbar grid. Search. Moving edit. to this button. edit button. Done. Now that changes to a done button, which means we're now editing our shows. Unpl- so there's unplayed our episodes. Unplayed episodes which main menu. 183 episodes. We can delete main menu off. with 183 unplayed episodes. Main menu. 183 episodes. Reorder main menu. 183 episodes. And then episodes. there was the main option to enter main menu and look at shows. And then we have the reorder option. And delete then the same for Twit. We can delete it, look at it, or we can move it. So let's say I wanted main menu main to menu. be underneath of delete Twit. This week in tech. 10 episodes. Now this button. Reorder this week in tech. Reorder main menu, 183 episodes, button, now, draggable. This is draggable, so I have to double tap and hold on it, pull it down. Move below this week in tech, 10 episodes. Below this week in tech. Now if we use Reorder our finger, week in tech. we are Ten in episodes. list viewer, remember, so if we go look, main menu, moving down main menu, there's main menu, episodes. so Twit must be above it now, This week in tech. because Ten main episodes. menu was first before, so now it's arranged that way. So if you want to have your favorite podcast at the top and you didn't subscribe to it most recently, you can certainly move them around. Now let's say we don't want to listen to Twit anymore. I don't want to subscribe to it. I don't have the time to listen to it or whatever. Delete this week in tech. Ten episodes. There's the switch button. Off. Delete this week in tech switch button. Double tap. And confirm deletion. For confirm this deletion. And it's Reorder gone. Main menu. Now main epi- menu is our only show. If we flick left. Main menu. Delete. Unplayed epi- done. Let's find button. the done button. Edit. Now we can't edit them. Now we could just. Explore the screen. Unplayed I'm moving up and menu. down the screen. In my case, to main menu, there is nothing below that. So we have deleted Twit. So that editing is done, and as you can see, it's pretty easy to edit your shows. That's about all there is really in the podcast app. We didn't go to every single screen. We didn't look at top charts in the store or anything like that. We also didn't look at searching for a podcast in the main window of the app. You probably heard it say search field. That's just because this works like searching from anywhere else on your iOS device. And finally, when you're listening to a podcast at the bottom of the screen, there are controls to play, pause, to rewind, to fast forward for previous track and next track. That works pretty much exactly like it does in the music app when you're listening to music, and it works like it does in many other apps in the system, so I didn't demonstrate that either as it is a very familiar control and very easy to use. But as you've seen, it's very accessible. It's a very nice interface. 
those of you who use Downcast or other podcast clients may not switch to this app right away, and that's fine. It's a nice app, though, if you're not used to a different app already or you're not listening to podcasts on your iOS device. If you've been looking for a podcast app, check out this one. It's made by Apple. It's accessible, as you've seen. It's free, and it's in the App Store. Very easy to use, and I would recommend it if this is something you're interested in. I hope this demo has been of value to you, and if you would like to read more about this app or download it, it's available in the App Store, and again, it's simply called Podcasts. With that, this concludes the demonstration of the Podcast app for the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. I'm Chase Crispin, and thank you for listening. Hello again, Main Menu listeners. This is Chase Crispin, and I'm here to do a very quick demo of something which is quite relevant right now. As you know, next week on July 13th, there will be no Main Menu due to coverage of the annual ACB convention on ACB Radio Mainstream. There is a lot that goes on at the convention, and maybe you're wondering what the best way to keep up with all of that is. The ACB Radio team has created a calendar on the ACB Radio website of all the events that are scheduled at the ACB convention. This calendar can be viewed or imported into the Microsoft Outlook calendar on your PC or into the calendar on your mobile device, such as your iPhone. If you're going to the convention, you might want to look at your calendar on your mobile device. So today, I'm going to be showing you how this calendar works with an iPhone. I am on the home screen of my iPhone, and I'm going to find Safari. Safari. I'm going to double tap to open Safari. And I am Safari. already ACB radio logo. Image. on the acbradio.org homepage, which is where we exactly need to be. I'm now going to set my rotor to headings. Headings. And I'm going to flick down. Layout table. ACB 2012 convention calendar. Heading level That's three. what we're looking for. So if I flick right. Do you want to keep track of the events happening at the 51st annual convention of the American Council of the Blind? If the answer is yes, then the link below will take you to the ACB 2012 calendar and allow you to either view it in Microsoft Outlook or the calendar on any iDevice such as an iPad or iPhone. Click here to import the calendar. Link. I'm going to double tap to open this link. Click here to import the calendar. Link. And it's now loading. Open in. Button. We hear open in. Open in calendar. Button. ACB 2012 Ikes. I flicked right to get to open in calendar, and then the next flick right showed us the name of this file. 167 KB. That's the file size. Back. Button. And then we're to the controls at the bottom of Safari. So let's go o- back. Google. Open in. Open in calendar. To open in Button. calendar, and we'll double tap. Open calendar 295 events cancel button there are 295 events scheduled for the convention now acb radio won't be carrying all of these but this will let you see everything that's scheduled 295 events heading thursday july 5th 2012 heading now if you have multiple calendars you may be asked which one you want to see this calendar in however not every event will automatically import into your calendar you will hear later on in this demonstration how to add an individual event to your calendar Right now, we are just looking at how to view all of the events within the calendar app of iOS. Now let's just flick through this, see what's here. Pre-registration for the ACB 2012 convention, 4 p.m., Brown. So it tells us the name of the event, the time, and the location, in this case, the Brown Room. And you can just flick through this for all days, or we can flick down, since I have my rotor set to headings that we did in Safari. Saturday, July 7, 2012, heading. And I'm going to keep going down. Sunday, Monday, July, Tuesday, Wednesday. July, Thursday, July 12, Friday, July Here's 13, July 13, 2012, heading. The day that main menu will not air because of convention coverage. So let's see what's scheduled for that day. WCC, Sister Power Breakfast, 
6 a.m. ACB Cafe. 6.30 a.m. ACB Marketplace. 6.30 a.m. Convention Registration. 7 a.m. Morning Entertainment. 7 a.m. Now the time that's being spoken is the start time. To get all the information, we will double tap on an event and see all the details. Yak Activities and Tour. 7.15 a.m. ACB General Session. 7.30 a.m. Let's Grand say we want to look at the General Session of ACB at 7.30 a.m. If we double tap on the event... Event Details. 295 Events. Back button. We can hit that button to go back to the list of 295 events. Event details. Heading. ACB General Session. Grand Ballroom. Friday, July 13, 2012. From 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Notes. 8.30 a.m. Pledge of Allegiance. Adam Rushevel. ACB Life Member. Louisville. KY. Invocation. David Wright. Minister. Mays Avenue Church of Christ. Jeffersonville. And I'm going to stop my ACB speech sponsors. with a two-finger single tap. That is the list of everything that is scheduled for that meeting. That is placed in the notes field of the calendar. And for general sessions, it contains the schedule of the general session. Show all notes. We can show all notes because not all of them are being shown right now. So if we wanted to see everything for this event, we would double tap show all notes. Add to calendar button. And if we wanted to add this to our actual calendar, not this view of the calendar that we're seeing, uh, if you wanted to add it in a way that you could be notified when it started, etc., you would tap add to calendar. So that is how this convention calendar works. I realize this was a quick demo, but this is a great way if you want to keep up with what's going on at the convention, especially if you want to know what's going on if you're there or if you just want to listen to general sessions live on ACB radio. As you saw, it's very easy to navigate the calendar. It's very accessible. And if you want to add a specific item to your calendar, since not all of them are going to set off alarms and such, you can do that and get notified about that just as you would with any other calendar event. If you have any problems with this calendar or you have questions about it, send an email to acbradio at acbradio.org. We will see you back here on Main Menu in two weeks. That's going to conclude our show for today. Thank you very much for being with us today on Main Menu. On behalf of myself, Chase Crispin, our executive producer, and the Main Menu staff, we wish you a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.